0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 137 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with
1: Lauren. Hi guys.
0: It's the last episode of the year. Yeah
1: and oh my god we're so close to just like 150 now. We are very close.
0: It will be next year.
1: Yeah yeah well yeah it has to be because this is our last show of the year. But yeah no that's crazy. I I just, it feels like 200 was only, or sorry, 200, 100 episode uh, was just like a, not that long ago at that all. That was
0: a while ago now.
1: It was. Hmm. I know.
0: But yeah, we're actually here. We said <laughs> last episode that we might not be because we were supposed to be moving house, but we're not moving house.
1: No, we're not. Yeah, things happen. Houses are not fun, um, but at least you get us.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'm <laughs> excited about us. But yeah, um we did mention last episode that if we weren't going to be here, then, then we'd maybe ask Brandon and Chira to cover and give us their impressions of Final Fantasy 15. But because you've got us, I have finished Final Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. Lauren has not. I have not So yet. therefore, we thought that it would be best if we again just held off for a little bit. And this episode is going to be a year in review. So we're going to just talk about everything that's happened with Final Fantasy this year because it's been an absolutely crazy year.
1: I honestly completely forgot most of the things that you, like, said about. <laughs> it's like, I covered it all year, but I just it's completely It's just been so forgot.
0: much. There's been so much this year. It's been so hard to kind of just get your head around everything that's happened. So, I know. So with that in mind, our first episode of next year is going to be our Final Fantasy fifteen complete impressions discussion episode it's gonna be spoiler free um but it's just gonna be us running through the whole thing so you've got something to look forward to yes just uh you might have to wait a couple of weeks
1: yeah i mean yeah it was gonna be after the fact like all of you guys will probably have played it but maybe that's a good thing because then you can actually enjoy the discussion and like sort of give your feelings as well yeah it's gonna be a reference point because
0: we're just gonna be talking about different things like how we felt the gameplay the story and stuff so yeah, if you've all played it, then that gives you a much better reference point for everything we're talking about. Exactly. So, for you new folks, Final Fantasy Union is, of course, part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. And it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. We have a new show coming out every Tuesday, working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union. But, of course, there won't be a new show next Tuesday because it's the 27th of December.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe that it's this year has just gone so fast.
0: But, yeah, so um, be sure to subscribe to us, though because there will be more shows next year.
1: There will be more.
0: And uh, you can check us out on iTunes or farmfansunion.com or youtube.com forward slash vids.
1: And we will probably still be trying to produce some videos during the break anyway, so keep a look out for those as well.
0: Yeah, YouTube is slightly different. It yeah. doesn't take quite so long to make a YouTube video as it does to edit an no. entire podcast. Well,
1: some of them. You like to go a bit overboard with your reviews, Mr... Well, I mean, they're worthwhile. They are worthwhile. Because you go very extensive, and we have a really lovely one coming up of Final Fantasy fifteen. It might be up by the time this podcast is put up.
0: Probably will be. But Hopefully. we'll
1: see. I'll, I'm going to work my hardest to get it done. But whew, it is a monster.
0: It is. Alright, Patreon time. So we're just now going to do shout outs for everyone who has posted $2.50 or more per episode. And if you have done that, or even $1 per episode, we are still eternally grateful. We
1: are. I can't believe how many people have supported us this year.
0: So we're going to kick things off with Barry Norton at Nortron Zero,
1: Christian Verge,
0: Christian Thompson at Orbits Gaming,
1: Lewis James,
0: Satya Jaya Sadama at Satya65Rubens,
1: Skylar Lovelace,
0: Tiger Crane at Powper Milkshake,
1: Tyson Wildman at Ty Wildman1,
0: William Trengove at Varna Sure.
1: Chris Morales.
0: Digi Leo at Chupa Arcaname.
1: Eric Decker at Chocolate Taco.
0: Harley Crawley at Dark ZT Okami.
1: Jonathan Gonzalez at. Oh, it's just Johnny.
0: Josh McNabb at J2K9.
1: Michael Graham.
0: Thorin Bullen at maska 23
1: Zach Duranto at Z Duranto58.
0: Alex Troutman at Akira Namjian.
1: Billy Jackson at Underscore Billy Jackson.
0: Darren Matthews at Doomster73.
1: Jason Rivera at Neo
0: Julio Carrillo at Dead Demon225.
1: Keith Feel at The Mighty Keith.
0: Mario Herka.
1: Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Coil.
0: Muhammad Kayum.
1: Nika Gonzalez at Nick underscore Neck 95.
0: Rachel Casterton at Erbion Ray.
1: Tony Stemmen at Tony Stemmen.
0: It's exactly what it is.
1: <laughs> that, that's amazing.
0: Vitanitas <laughs> at V underscore Tron 5000.
1: Zelda clone at Apes Type Novels. Thank you everyone. Thank you guys. If you want to
0: support us, please head over to patreon.com forward slash FFKH Union for find out more information. Alright, so yeah, twenty seventeen is coming up. But twenty sixteen was a crazy year. And oh I don't my know God. I I have no idea what they've got planned for next year because obviously it's the 30th anniversary. Do they even have enough
1: money? <laughs> I just
0: given how crazy this year was, just even thinking about next year is just way beyond my comprehension right mm-hmm. now. But I mean, just thinking about the releases that came out in 2016, like, it's hard to remember back to January when Final Fantasy Explorers came out because everyone's pretty much forgotten that game even exists.
1: I know. I know. I completely forgot about it. When Daryl said about it, I was just kind of like, oh, wait. Yeah. That actually re released in, in North America and Europe. Like, what? Yeah. I was playing it and I had Ali. Like, it, it was just crazy. Um, but yeah, we started with that game. Um, it was good though, like it was an alright game for what it was. I enjoyed playing it on the 3DS.
0: It was like a good introduction game to like the Monster Hunter action yeah. kind of gathering thingy magic genre.
1: It almost kind of prepared you for something like, I mean, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a stretch, but it almost prepares you for something like Final Fantasy 15, where there's just constant quests all the time. You're constantly going back, going into the open world, and then doing the um, fighting a ton of um. I uh, think you may be
0: the first person in the world who connection. has made a connection between Explorers and 15's fetch well, quests.
1: you know, it's a gift of mine connecting things that actually what, don't really you know, have that much how, together.
0: Given how crazy they've gone with the Final Fantasy 15 universe, you, there probably is some kind of link there. They were there thinking, probably all right, is. if we release this in January, by the time 15 comes out, which would have been September <laughs> at that point, yeah. people will be used to questing.
1: Yes, they will be um yeah we also had
0: uh, final fantasy 9 released on ios android and pc yeah it was the start of the year and it was a remastered version set upscale graphics and stuff
1: i haven't gotten it yet actually i really should go get it um i was waiting for it to go on sale again but i do love final fantasy 9 and i loved our final fantasy 9 episode where we just talked about like everything that was great (laughs) about it because it is it is a fantastic game and if you haven't like played it at all um you definitely should pick it up because it's like classic final fantasy like humor and um gameplay and just it's just fun um but we also had a uh, theatrhythm all-star carnival yeah, as well so that
0: released uh in japan as a kind of extension to the theatrhythm uh franchise and, yeah. and it's
1: actually releasing in the u.s now yep. um round one has taken it up we weren't able to go play it when we were over in america i know we said that we would try but um
0: i honestly round
1: one hasn't opened
0: yeah in, and i uh, also completely yet. forgot we even said that so yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a good memory, actually, Daryl's. Um, I
0: so much so that you forgot <laughs> Final Fantasy Explorers even came out this year. <laughs> yep,
1: <laughs> I have selective memory. Okay, but it's very good, my selective memory. Um, and then we had, of course, World of Final Fantasy. Um, that was just awesome. I really liked just everything. I, I that am game. still
0: glad that, that came out before Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, because I think I that just was feel better. That- Given how Final Fantasy Fifteen is, and how detailed and extensive it is, and they've clearly got a massive roadmap of—I mean, obviously there's a Christmas Christmas action pack coming out yeah. in a couple of days—but like they have so much planned for it that what a Final Fantasy would have just been completely overshadowed. Oh, it would have it been. would have sold so much worse. Could you
1: just think of like yeah, all the stuff that's coming out and all the stuff that's that's going to come out, like the DLC and and stuff. Like, how would you have managed to play both at the same time? Like, that would just be that would just be difficult i i I like the fact that we have so much time at the moment to just play final fantasy 15 and just enjoy it um instead of switching between the both um switching between both of them and then we also had final fantasy brave xvs which i actually didn't really check out that much no it was my kind of stuck on mobius
0: it was my least favorite of the three if Mm. we're talking about record keeper mobius and brave xvs i just didn't get into it but you know from what i understand it's done incredibly well
1: yeah but then that leads on to mobius which we actually did get into um and that that was a great like i think that was a really good story i think they lost me a bit though because they waited so long to release the next bit because i was just waiting and doing well there's nothing to do how much other crap in order for, uh, to wait for the next chapter. They
0: just... The, the pacing of the releases just didn't really work that well. No. So you finished the first chapter and you got the story. And, and you are just like
1: hooked. Like they had yeah. me hooked. And then I just lost it because I was just like, I don't want to just keep waiting. It's just like the
0: curse of those things. is like you ended up just doing the Chocobo side quest. It's like, well, this is completely unrelated. And it's a completely different vibe. And it takes up and- so
1: much room on your phone as well. I might redownload it. I might think about it, but... Yeah, no, I think it releasing on PC will be really beneficial for it, especially if they, like, release it all at once. I don't know what they're going to do with that, because they have announced it for PC, haven't they?
0: It's out in Japan already.
1: It is out in Japan. So, I think, like, once that comes over here, I think that might be beneficial for it, but, yeah. Um, And then, of course, Kingsglaive, which we well, went to the premiere. the
0: universe of final fantasy 15 was essentially announced this year yeah um we- uncovered which we'll get onto in a bit they they obviously announced king's they announced mm. brotherhood they announced justice monsters 5 then a bit later in the year they announced a king's tale and of course the final fantasy 15 mmo
1: Ooh, where the hell did that come from i don't know
0: um so yeah it was a bit crazy like th- the fact that there are now like six things within that universe there's actually even more yeah but like it's it's weird.
1: Yeah, it is. And after playing a bit of Final Fantasy 15 and sort of getting into the story, I can understand why they split up some of it. Like I definitely can understand the point of Kingsglaive. I think that Kingsglaive was a good thing to do if only because they took all that out of the store out of the actual game cuz I think it would have been too like sort of wishy-washy if we compared it to. I'm not going to get into it much cuz we haven't done our Final Fantasy 15 one, but like at first I was a bit like Oh well this kind of sucks like this stuff isn't going to be in the actual game now but now that i've played some of it i'm a bit like well it would have taken up so much time
0: and the movie and was space. pretty good in terms it is of okay. it's a spectacle
1: yeah it was gorgeous i mean like the cg was just insane i really hope that they maybe come back to making movies but maybe write them a bit better <laughs> and no. not have as many fade to black stay away from the fade to black button, essentially. Just stay away from it. Just just leave it alone. But yeah, and then Brotherhood. I think that was a nice addition. I don't know if I'm ready for a whole anime for Brotherhood, but I think that the small selection that they had was okay.
0: I get why they did it, but I didn't like the staged release of it because it yeah. just was random. Like, yeah. it was, there was no planned schedule that we knew of. It was just like... Two days before it was going to be releasing, they'd just say, oh, yeah, there's a new episode of Brotherhood coming out soon. They tried to tie it around events that were happening, mm. like E3, TGS, Gamescom. But, yeah. like, it just, it would have been nice if there was some kind of plan so that we knew that on this day, we're going to be getting episode four. Yeah. and because but they always
1: wanted to be a hype thing. Well,
0: most people just wait until, they obviously saw the first episode, they thought, oh, this is decent. But then they didn't want to have to wait a month and a half to, to watch, watch the, the next, next one. one. So a lot of people just kind of forgot about it. And then when the last episode came out, they just watched them all at the same time.
1: Really, it's just in place of doing a trailer because all it did was it just introduced you to the characters, didn't it, of the main four. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was a bit... I think it was a bit strange how they did it. And especially the fact that, like, you know, the game starts before Brotherhood happens. So it's a bit like, all right, well, I'm I'm going back to this point. I wish they would have just done, like... Just this is a prequel, this is just project Project Ignis, Project Yeah, whatever. Just, it just done it just
0: done it as just a prelude. Did
1: character profiles just to set up what each character is going through instead of tying it back to Final Fantasy Fifteen as like the game itself. Um I think that might have been I think that might have been better. But it still was good. I, I still enjoyed it. I thought that the um style was nice.
0: I think that yes, like episode one and five were just kinda like, uh but the ones in between where we learned more about Gladio, Prompto, and Ignis, they were the ones that people really enjoyed, especially Prompto's episode. That's one that everyone yeah. always goes back to.
1: Yeah, and I liked that they made them accessible. I liked that they weren't something that you had to buy. I mean, in episode six, you had to get had to. There's get, Luna's one, yeah. But I liked that you didn't have to like go out and purchase them. I liked that they were just available online. And then we had Justice Monsters 5, which I laughed because it was just a mess, that game. Oh my gosh.
0: I don't get it.
1: <laughs> I didn't even play it. Like I played it I tried. once in the game and I I tried like, oh.
0: like genuinely um like Oh, I, the
1: mobile game. Yeah, yeah I, did. I I
0: tried the mobile game, but it's just it was so awkward. Yeah. And like if you check out the reviews on that uh, Google Play Store, it's just <laughs> it's not the most positive of reading. No. And even its implementation in Final Fantasy 15, like
1: It's just I, pointless.
0: I mean, you can get some decent items if you play it. Mm. So there is actually a reason to play it in the game. Yeah. But, like, I don't want to dedicate time to playing it. It's not <laughs> that good of a game.
1: No, no. I don't play Final Fantasy XV so I can play some sort of mobile game that's just pasted. Well, it's,
0: it's not even, like, other games have had the mini games. Like, yeah. Final Fantasy VII's got the gold sword. Oh, yeah. So they're fun and, like, they're just fun in their little way. But it's like, this was, yeah, it was literally just like they took over the screen with a mobile game. And it's not even that good of a game. No. So I'm not going to sit down and spend half an hour <laughs> to an hour trying to unlock these, these items, which yeah. I can probably just get in other ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, there was a King's Tale Final Fantasy 15, which you only got if you got the game. Well, in North America, it was the GameStop pre order. I own. they had their friends. own specific, um, stores, which I thought was just ridiculous. Cause it's just like, you know, these people shelled out like, £200 or so for this Ultimate Collector's Edition. Why couldn't you just throw it in? Like, why? Why?
0: It's... It's. I mean, I get why, because of the licensing and well, everything. Well, yeah. But it's like, did you not know this game was going to exist before you announced the Ultimate Collector's Edition? I know. Like, it was that's just like one day.
1: Like, one day they were just like, oh, we should have a game that's about Wescom, um, Regis, and um, uh, Claris, and Sid, And, you know, we should just do this, but we'll only... We've already announced the Ultimate Collector's Edition. All right, well, shoot. Okay, well, we'll just make it a pre-order for people who order it from these, these sellers. All right, cool. I'll see you later. Um But that's the other thing as well, because, like, I find prequels like that, I find quite interesting. And it's not even a canon prequel, but, like, I really wish that we could have learned more about Claris, Regis, and, um, and Sid, and Wescombe. Um, I wish we could have learned more about them and more about their story and the parallels between them and um and Noctis' story. So I was a bit bummed that we didn't even get access to it because we didn't pre-order it from that seller. Like, it's just, it's really lame. Like, I don't want to have to buy a whole game again just so that I can play a minigame. Essentially a two-hour
0: yeah, two, two side-scrolling game. Yeah,
1: oh, that's totally worth 60 pounds. No, it's not, <laughs> actually. And then there was Final Fantasy fifteen.
0: Yeah, which just came out. And actually, I'm so glad they deleted it. I'm so glad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same.
0: I mean, we mentioned with the World of Final Fantasy thing, but it just, I think it just made a lot more sense for it to come out when it did. It just. The fact that they were able to add that extra polish to it, and mm. even with the day one patch, they added a few more tweaks into the game, and even like small things, like they actually changed some of the the soundtrack. Um, yeah, the different uh, like Veiled in Black, I know had a new version that was made for the, the for the up version for the upgraded version of the game. Um, so they like they used the time well.
1: They did. I mean, granted, it still felt rushed. Like the game still feels like it was just pumped out to try and make that November, even just the 29th of November date. But I think that extra two months must have helped them significantly in getting this stuff right. Yeah. But it still was great. And, you know, we'll talk about it more in the next episode. Um, but yeah, but then, so yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's all the game releases. There were a lot. And actually, there were I so I'd, I'd many. feel like I've missed some Probably too. Probably have.
1: Yeah. Probably have. Well,
0: I mean, I know that, um, obviously 10102 got kind of re released. Well, we
1: have, like, I guess you, it could count because it's a side game, but I am, uh, well, it's not a side game, but I am Sets and yep. came out. Bravely and Second. Bravely Second, like all these sort of, um, Square Enix titles came out around the same time as 20 well. 20 billion
0: Dragon Quest games
1: yeah just like so much has come out this year for square enix i mean
0: outside of that there was so much else to happen obviously we uncovered we mentioned yeah um i don't think there's ever been a spectacle as large as that for one single game
1: especially not a game that like people don't really sort of have a connection to like i (laughs) i wonder what they're going to do for like final fantasy 7 you know
0: i i don't think they're ever going to do anything like that again I, i think that the only reason they had to do it was just because they need Final Fantasy fifteen to do well. Like yeah. beyond anything else, they just needed it to do well. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how much that event cost them, but
1: Oof, I don't even wanna know. But
0: they sold out of the Ultimate Collect Edition they like, did. within hours. They so, did. you know, they made the amount of money they made back from just those thirty thousand copies, probably covered a decent chunk
1: oh yeah yeah no they made quite a bit and then the fact that like i mean the day one they sold five million over five million like that's that's great for them i mean so
0: it paid off but yeah i don't envision them doing it again but it was just oh, all the it other stuff around it too. Like, the fact that they paid obscene amounts of money really for like the epic mealtime guys to i don't go... even
1: want to think about how much budget these people have i mean the fact that they not only did that but they also hired out waterloo as well they they did a whole advertising campaign within waterloo station jamie which oliver
0: probably did well, a lot that's not even uncovered, yeah
1: though. but but still just the marketing campaign if we can just focus on like just the marketing campaign for final fantasy 15 yeah they had a, a pop-up restaurant they ordered um L- like chocobos these massive chocobo um costumes for people that look so real well not realistic but they were like really intricate weren't they to yeah. go to all the events um they hired out those
0: i the Moogle Munch popcorn did... everyone's saying
1: yeah they've done Moogle Munch which people are now selling on eBay which is hilarious Tabata has flown out all over the place He's, he's come to London. He's, um, he's come to London a bunch, really. Like, he really likes it over here. Um, but then in America as well, like, they've just had so many events where he was featured and that sort of the thing. The Abbey
0: Road concert.
1: The Abbey Road concert. Um, oh, that, I can't even imagine how much that cost them. The IGN premiere, but I don't know if that costs them anything.
0: Kingsley premieres.
1: Kingsley premieres. But
0: I mean, yeah, they just they had so much crazy stuff for Final Fantasy <laughs> fifteen. It's just I can't, yeah. As I said, I, I can't imagine. Well, I can't remember at any time another game has gone so heavy with all the promotional materials, everything. Mm. I mean, like the hiring that,
1: Florence and the Machine as yeah, well, and, and having them release a, a EP as well on top of that,
0: and like the car.
1: Yeah, the car, which was probably a pretty penny.
0: And they, I think wasn't it selling for like they half a million off?
1: Yeah, something like that. So crazy. yeah, It was
0: it was a crazy year for Final Fantasy XV's marketing. But on top of that, we also had the Lightning Louis Vuitton campaign.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is weird to think that that was this year. But yeah, we had a uh, lightning um, showing up in Louis Vuitton. Yeah, that was quite cool. And I,
0: I remember when that happened because it was kind of like, oh, well, that's nice. Like, Lightning's doing something for Louis Vuitton. I mean, it's not the first time that there's been a connection because there was the whole Prada thing that happened. Yeah. But then it just kept growing and growing and growing. It's like, yeah. oh, Lightning's in Vogue now. And, oh, actually, if you go to see Louis Vuitton stores in person, she's, like, poster everywhere. Yeah. Like, she is actually the main... The c- face. It's not like a, just like a, a random a side campaign. It's this is the campaign. She is the face of this global yeah. campaign.
1: Which is really cool. I mean, like, um, there are a lot of people, including myself, who was a bit hesitant about it. If only because it doesn't seem like it's Lightning's character whatsoever. <laughs> like, I can't envision... It kind
0: of is our... Lightning, Lightning being a end. model. Lightning in the end.
1: Yeah, Lightning in the end, maybe. Um, But, like, even still, there's nobody else within the series, no other female character within the series that I could think that would be strong enough in order to handle a campaign like that. Like... You know, you wouldn't see Tiva. You wouldn't see Eris. Yuna. Yuna, she's just too sweet and pure. Lightning is, like, all about strength and power and, you know, female empowerment and that sort of thing. And she's also, like, quote-unquote the main character of Final Fantasy XIII, but she's bigger than, like, the only person who I think would compare is maybe Terra, but she's bigger than Terra. And it might just be because they marketed her that way, but even still, the fact is is that Lightning is is a huge character within the Final Fantasy franchise, and regardless of how you feel.
0: And wider industry. And
1: the wider industry. Like,
0: people know Lightning. Yeah. She's up there with Cloud in terms of, like, recognition. She
1: is the female equivalent of Cloud, and yeah. But who knows? Maybe Noctis will be the new man. Mm. Mm.
0: Maybe. But yeah, obviously, there was the, the whole debacle about the delay of Final Fantasy 15. Yeah,
1: all oh, top The of rumors top, that came video. out,
0: the video. Oh
1: my God, the amount of hate that we got for the freaking news story. Like, honestly, we had so many people who came to us and they were like, You're lying. You're wrong. Don't You're spread horrible these malicious people. rumors. Don't spread these malicious rumors. That's that's photoshopped, blah, 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 blah. And we're just like, Look, guys, it's true. <laughs> yeah, relax. It's like,
0: you know we don't necessarily share rumors that often. Like like we just did a video about the 30th anniversary rumors, but it's not harmful. That kind no. of thing's not harmful. No. But when you're talking about like the stuff that happened before Uncovered where the, the release date was leaked, the Platinum demo stuff was leaked, mm. you know, we're very conscious about those kind of things. Yeah. Obviously, in those instances, it was GameSpot flipping release date footage early. But, you know, we like to protect people where possible from those yeah. kind of things. Whereas with the release date, you know, it's the kind of thing where... Like, rumors appear all the time. Um, and, yeah. you know, there was even this stupid rumor the other day about CNN showing um, porn. porn for 30 minutes on their channel. Yeah. Like, they just kind of crop up and then everything goes crazy. But we generally try to be conscientious about it. Yeah. I'm not going to post a rumor like that with no basis whatsoever. Exactly. So, you know, we. I mean,
1: you'd be astounded how many, how many websites are out there posting up, like, every day that Kingdom Hearts 3. 3- has a release date and it's coming out like in january next year like there's so many sites that do that we are not that we have some integrity <laughs>
0: so yeah generally if we cover something like that it's because we know something
1: yeah that you do not maybe hmm
0: but yeah um so that was that was crazy the fact that yeah they spent so much money on uncovered and then, and then they
1: didn't even didn't release, even it. release it on time. <laughs> like i mean it's... and no the worst part was the fact that they even like almost showed it as november 30th at the uncovered event and then they switched it back to september and then it was going to release on november 29th like that was just perfect like you couldn't you just can't make that crap it was up. like
0: the anti-troll troll because it obviously was amazing they only, they only really did that um release date flicker thing because the release date got released beforehand yeah so they were like oh got you guys oh oh now we actually oh are no yeah
1: but. oops <laughs> it was just, it was fantastic, but it's um, the, I mean, I don't know. Not really for the people at the, Square Enix, guys... or so the people who booked off work in order to play the game, or us, but, or us, yeah, because it was um, Ali's birthday,
0: yeah, like with the the gift that got made, where they just played that clip backwards instead <laughs> of going from the thirtieth to the. 30th. It's just
1: <laughs> I know it made for. I mean, we can uh, laugh now, but like it did make for some really good memories. But the funny
0: thing is that like Final Fantasy fifteen has had such a difficult. Time with everything, but with every single thing that's happened, it's just projected it further into people's minds. Like, there have been so many talks and conversations and discussions about Final Fantasy 15, good or bad. Yeah. And, like, no matter where you've been or what your focus is in the gaming industry, or even if you're just a casual gamer, you will have heard of Final Fantasy 15 this year at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's been so many times where it's been trending on my Facebook. I mean, granted, it's because I, I, actively search it out but like even still it's been it's been trending quite a bit
0: i had a lot of people in my work when 15 came out just saying like should i pick up this final fantasy 15 thing
1: you're like no no <laughs> stay kidding. away stay away guys <laughs> stay away from the summoner Now i'm kidding
0: <laughs>
1: but um but yeah i mean yeah. they also
0: had uh the big announcement this year of final fantasy 12 i mean we all knew yeah. it was coming yeah. especially after arnie roth had his little Slip incident up. um final fantasy 12 over the last year or two Especially with more and more rumors were coming out that people, they softened on it. Like, it was it yeah. became no longer the game that people didn't really like. It was the game that they just couldn't wait until we get a remake. And then they announced it pre-E3, which no one expected whatsoever, at like, I don't know, nine o'clock in the morning UK yeah. time.
1: Yeah. No, it was really, really random. It was the middle
0: of the night for America.
1: Yeah. I know. But, yeah, I'm... I'm honestly like, even though I'm not, I wasn't the biggest fan for Final Fantasy XII when it came out. I am excited to play it, um, like to actually give it a proper shot this time, especially since I've now played an MMO and kind of understand the mechanics of an MMO, which is pretty similar to Final Fantasy XII. I mean, it's it's more like an MMO type gameplay system it seems like than the traditional Final Fantasy. But um, no, I am I am excited to play it. And, and added to my notch, like, my little belt of uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy games that I've played. Um well,
0: you've played it, you just didn't finish it.
1: I played 30 minutes of it, and I quit. I got up to the part with, well, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you. It's people. in the first
0: 30 minutes of the game.
1: Yeah, it's true. I got up to the point when, like, Rex died, and then you, like, go back to Vaughn, and then I was just like, all right, I'm done. I, I can't play this anymore. Even though they
0: look very similar, I just can't deal with the fact that you've given me a new character.
1: <laughs> I just can't deal. There's too much Midriff, honestly. Um, uh, yeah.
0: Next up, we have obviously Dissidia. Um, still no announcement for the PS4 version of it.
1: No, I know. They said that it was going to be exclusive in Japan for a year, and then where is it? Like, um, honestly. They did
0: announce eight new characters this year. So obviously we had Rams at the start, and Garland arrived, mm. Kefka. Then we had Sephiroth, Kane. And then the big one, which was... I think everyone probably went more crazy for this one than any of the others. I mean, people wanted, were excited about Kefka and they were mm-hmm. excited about Sephiroth. Yeah. But when Ace was announced... Yeah. It was like, wow, they're actually doing something interesting with yeah. this game. I mean, Ramza obviously was interesting too, but it's still a kind of spin-off and it wasn't really that... I mean, Final Fantasy Tactics came out a long time ago. Yeah. But Ace is fresh in mind and yeah. he's got a completely different playstyle and everything.
1: Yeah. It's kind of a shame with this one because they really... Um... Well, they've kind of it's kind of gone off the wayside now because like we haven't heard really anything about it for a little while. Well,
0: Sephiroth was last month.
1: I mean, granted, I guess it's because of Final Fantasy twelve or sorry, Final Fantasy fifteen as well. But yeah, I think they really they really should have shot themselves in the foot because I mean, when they released Kane, it wasn't it didn't have as much hype as like Kefka did. Get a lot
0: of negative feedback.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which sort of to me says that maybe they should have kept maybe they should have released some villains with the game and then just kept some of like the sort of fan favorite villains to release later
0: i think it's also the fact that you know they they build up these character releases so much Mm. like it's a big spectacle they usually have a big press conference now like it's just and then you get kane and it's like oh okay okay. well kane was already a character we knew about Um, and
1: essentially you can already play as a dragoon with um cecil as well yeah, he has a he has his dragoon mode in uh, Final Fantasy Desidia, I think.
0: I'm giving Lauren a glare here because I'm not too sure if this is the. I think is there the is. Case.
1: I think there is like um. I think you can already play as him because I remember when I was doing my music video, I think he was as a hmm. dragoon. But either way, either way, if he's not, I'm sorry. But uh, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully there being something about um Desidia uh, Arcade coming over or it's just weird, being released like- on PS4. But it's just completely just gone mute I mean I kind moment. of get
0: why they've done it the way they have but when you're talking about characters that are pre-existing like no one really cared when they announced Garland no like, it's why not just announce two characters because yeah. when they announced Ace they announced three yeah and they had Spiritus and Materia who were essentially replacing Chaos and Cosmos mm. but still it was they, people were excited about Ace because it's something fresh and original yeah whereas you know Sephiroth was great people were going to care because it's Sephiroth Kefka yeah. people didn't care because it's Kefka but they don't really have any more antagonists left now.
1: No, like,
0: no. Not that anyone's going to care well, about that Kujia. much.
1: Kuja. Kuja, kind of. Kind of. I mean, that was a thing. Like, we sort of said this before, um, but, like, it would have been great if they had sort of tied them up with um, with game announcements or game releases. Like, um, when Final Fantasy Nine released, maybe they released Kuja then. Like, or
0: I mean, it would be so Final great. Final Fantasy if...
1: Fifteen if they released Noctis. Exactly like or and all the guys like whichever you know like just sort of tied them in but they haven't really taken advantage of that they just sort of released them here and there so you kind of forget about it but um i mean i'm still excited for it i still want to play it um it's a shame that it's still in japan i want to go
0: yeah and then obviously they announced the spin-off opera
1: omnia which, which has yeah. been delayed hasn't it
0: yep it has been delayed <laughs> already it seems to be a running trend with Square yeah. Whenever they announce mobile games, they get delayed within like two months of them being announced.
1: They should just not not have a release date. Just, just well, leave it until they're they set themselves a short. really tight
0: deadline. They were, I, I think it was announced in October, and they were like, yeah, no, it's coming out this year. Well, no, it's not.
1: It's like, all right, Square Enix, think of what you want the release date to be and then add two months on to that. That is your Even actual more. release date. Because
0: well, um, Justice Monsters 5 got delayed as yeah. well. I mean, it did still end up releasing before... Fifteen,
1: But then that fell by the wayside, too. They were just like, yep. ignore the person behind the curtain.
0: And King's Night has been delayed, too. Yeah. So that was supposed to be in 2016, as far as I'm aware, in Japan. But, I mean, they're kind of running out of time. I mean, yeah. they've still got, like, a week and a half left. So. Yeah.
1: But no, I mean, they released a lot this year. They announced a lot this year. And, yeah, I mean, 2017 is going to be interesting. I think it will not be as released heavy unless if somehow they were they well, I mean, announced like a ton I mean, of games they've had lots the of mobile games months. this year
0: i mean if you think about the actual releases you've had explorers world of final fantasy mm-hmm. and final fantasy 15 and next year we've got final fantasy 12 zodiac age yeah potentially the the first part of final fantasy 7 remake yeah and i mean who who knows what else they've got planned
1: i just wonder what they are going to do for the future because the markets are changing so much between the west and japan because i mean i know that we are sick of the mobile games but it's obviously the mobile market in japan is just extreme so we are going to keep seeing them and i know that in the financial forecast for 2016 they were saying how heavily they were going to be focusing on the mobile wasn't market.
0: Wasn't it? Um, wasn't well? They were saying that they were going to move away from um, the microtransaction games and move more yeah. to making standalone offerings. Yeah, on they mobile. just said
1: that. Yeah, they said that. And uh, recently. I think
0: they said that mobile revenue was pretty much neck and neck with home console revenue mm. like, for this last year. But
1: just seeing how, like, not necessarily badly that Final Fantasy Fifteen did because it was actually the the highest selling console uh, title that they've had in Japan this year pretty much well
0: yeah no final fantasy 15 even though it didn't break a million copies yet in japan um it's the best-selling ps4 game on japan and it's also worldwide the fastest ever selling final fantasy game yeah
1: but even still it's not doing they're not doing as well as the mobile games are at the moment and i think that's always been the case though because like I mean, you think of even back when they were doing, like, Before Crisis and stuff, they were always releasing games on mobile that we just couldn't get a hold of. We could only get a hold of them now because, like, iPhones have become so globally accepted and um, Androids as well. But, yeah, now I, I I I don't know. I wonder if they're going to release more mobile games or if they have any more on the pipeline for us. I kind of hope not. I just... I don't have enough room on my phone. I need room for baby pictures. I don't have enough room for all these Final Fantasy games. I'm sorry, but if you release them on Steam, I will. I will happily buy those.
0: Which well, seems to be happening more and more now.
1: Yeah, which I like. But um, yeah. But then, of course, like next year is all about the 30th anniversary as well. Which is going to be crazy. Yeah, I
0: have no idea what they've got planned. I mean, based on what they did for the 25th anniversary, which is quite intense. Yeah. I um, wonder if they're
1: going to, well, it's like whether or not they're going to be balanced in co- in releases and um, celebrations depends, or if they're going to have more celebrations. I mean,
0: looking back, the 20th anniversary, I, I guess it depends what they consider more important. Like the 25th anniversary is obviously a big deal. Yeah. But they released so, so many games for the 20th anniversary, but they didn't really do anything for the 25th anniversary. No. So it's whether not or not they, they're going to do a load of games for the 30th anniversary because obviously, like last time we had Dissidia, um, we had um, they did remakes of Final Fantasy One and Two. They released basically just re-released a load of games everywhere. Because Final Fantasy Four remastered version as well. War of the Lions came out. Um, they just went crazy on reintroducing people to older games. So
1: yeah,
0: it'll be interesting to see what they do on that front.
1: I have a feeling that Final Fantasy have they already announced it that Final Fantasy One, Two, and um,
0: they all announced the ones they haven't.
1: Um, release on Steam. They haven't announced anything yet. But no, I have yeah. a feeling they will do. It would, I mean, they're already, they're already on uh, mobile, aren't they? So I have a feeling that they would come to. Yeah,
0: but it's just the fact that on mobile Steam, they're, they work because they're still the crappy versions. Mm. Like, there's no... Like, Graphically. Yeah, like Final Fantasy 3 and beyond, they're all the DS remakes. Yeah. yeah. So it's slightly different because there is no, as far as I'm aware, there is no actual modified new version of final fantasy one and two
1: i also wonder what what will happen as far as like tabata's future because i don't i don't see him working on final fantasy 16 i see him working on like another spin-off title if only because like well it's just he needs i a guess break. The, it's the way that they've been like yeah. they've uh, you know um directors i mean
0: well kataze did yeah. it with seven eight
1: yeah but then he took a bit of a break or he he Went into another role because Toriyama did ten, and then Ito did um twelve. Well, that was a bit of a mishmash anyway, because there was um there was massive. Well, did Ito Ido wrote twelve? He didn't direct it, did he?
0: Uh, no, it was um Matsuno.
1: Mm. But yeah, but like it's not very common for them to to sort of use the same one. It seems like, but I think that Final Fantasy sixteen is coming. I think it would just be a while until we hear anything about it. Or at least it should only be. It should be a while before we hear anything about it.
0: I get the feeling because 15's done so well. Yeah. It would make sense if they just get on it, get on with it. And yeah. we could see an announcement next year.
1: Yeah. But I hope that the next game is more organized than Final Fantasy 15 was.
0: I think they've been playing it for a while. Yeah. So. <laughs> it, um,
1: it'll be all right. But yeah, that's but yeah. um,
0: that's pretty much it i mean it's been a crazy year for final fantasy uh next year promises to be just as crazy so (laughs) put your seatbelts on because i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be a mental year
1: (laughs) yep we're gonna have a load of fun
0: yes we are all right so uh music this episode is from final fantasy 7 the original song is listen to the cries of the planet you should recognize it it's pretty pretty cool piece and the arranger is ace waters Mm. so the next episode of final fantasy union is scheduled to come out on hopefully the 10th of january as you mentioned it's going to be a big episode about final fantasy 15 we're going to be going all the way through talking about our thoughts of the different areas of the game lauren should finish it by then if she hasn't i'm be cracking the whip
1: <laughs> no. to make sure that she
0: gets through it
1: i'm just enjoying myself although daryl's criticizing me quite a bit since i've been um doing all the side quests and not doing any of the main story i have not
0: been critical i'm just saying it's interesting you've been
1: looking at my I game the time same thing. <laughs> i know i know
0: there is no wrong way to play the game
1: i feel judged
0: good and <laughs> um, yeah be sure to subscribe to us on itunes if you just search for final fantasy will come up um and yeah be sure to check out the youtube channel which is forward slash ff Union vids. and of course fun if you want to catch up on all the old podcast episodes and if you want to support us, please head over to patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion. And with that, we will see you next year, guys. Thank you Bye all guys. so much for your support this Thank year. Thank
1: you. Yeah, it's been a great year. It's been very, very busy, but very exciting nonetheless. I
0: hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season. Yes. And New Year celebrations and everything to do with it. Yes. And enjoy playing the heck out of Final Fantasy XV. Definitely. This is Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a Final Fantasy Union.com production.